0: is the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's a really nice get, man. Every once in a while we get work our tails off and we get to talk to somebody pretty damn important. And if you were one of the, uh, I'm going to say thousands of people that saw Man of Steel this weekend, maybe you're familiar with the character General Swanwick. Big name in the movie, man. Big role in the movie. He also was in the uh, Matrix movies as well. His name is Harry Lennox, and he's on the phone with us right now. And uh, good morning, Harry. How are you? Doing great. Is this Nick or Big J? This is Nick. And I'm Big J. Nice to talk to you. Okay,
1: nice to talk to you guys.
0: <laughs> but I imagine uh, it's a pretty busy weekend for you uh, with the uh, Man of Steel being released, huh?
1: Yeah, man, I'm flying around saving Metropolis, <laughs> doing all kinds of stuff, man. No, it's cool. I'm just, <laughs> no, i just, I'm just sitting back and watching the show, man. It's, it's, uh, it's not all that busy, really. I'm actually going to be a judge at the L.A. Film Festival starting today. Nice. So that's, yeah, that's what I'm doing.
0: What's it, what's, it, what's it like to, to be a part of uh, this whole Man of Steel thing, and, and are you as excited to see it all unfold as everybody else?
1: Man, I, I saw it. You know, I saw the movie uh, about a week ago, and uh, I was completely enthralled. I think Zack Snyder did a great job. Henry Cavill of Superman is fantastic. Michael Shannon, who's my homeboy from Chicago, is, is ferocious. I think I heard one reviewer say. Uh, but it's, it's great. I mean, this is an event. It's like... Um, it's like being a kid all over again, and I actually got to play, you know, along with the with the big kids. So it was it was uh, a dream come true. I can't put it in any other words. I, I had a great time doing it, and it's a great movie. It's a great movie.
0: You know, you get an opportunity to uh, to play a lot of people that are in charge of things, and General Swan, uh, Swanwick is another one of those characters that kind of has his his uh, his hands in a lot of different things. And, and I guess that that's got to be fun as an actor to kind of almost uh, go on to set and, and almost feel in charge, right?
1: Well, you know, they make they make it real clear when I get upset that I'm not in charge. <laughs> Actually, you know, uh, the, the the movie set is really the uh, is the is the kingdom of the director. You know, so uh, I just have had the chance over my few years in this business of being, you know, an authoritative figure. I think it's partly because of my voice, the other, you know, my height, all of these things. I think. Uh, let people or lead people to think I'm in charge, but in real life, I'm seldom in charge of anything.
0: <laughs> uh, does that make it easier for you to pretend to be in charge? Then
1: it does. It does. <laughs> it's very well put. It makes it much. Uh, it makes it much more necessary for me to to make believe. Yes.
0: You know, uh, you're no stranger to uh, big blockbusters. You've had a part in the, the Matrix series, and now along with this as well. Uh, it, it's, it's probably a different world working on the big blockbuster to some of the independent films you've worked with as, on as well, I imagine, right?
1: It is, very much. Uh, I think, you know, when you're on a big-budget movie, the catering is generally better. You're going to be staying at a nicer hotel. You're going to be, uh, you know, people looking after everything that you do making sure that you get there on time, making sure that everything you need is there. Uh, it's just uh, it's, it's like having a real big support team. I guess in a lot of ways it's like uh, being at a very nice hospital like the Mayo Clinic or being out in the field, you know, like being a, a, an Army medic. So, you know, one, you're doing the same thing. That is hopefully <laughs> you're saving lives, or in this case, hopefully, you know, hopefully we're entertaining people. But uh, the conditions under which you are working are – are radically different. But nonetheless, you know, because, this, because what we're doing is really trying to entertain people and, and show an artistic uh, lensing on reality, what happens is that uh, you wind up loving it under any condition. And sometimes the tougher it is, uh, the more you actually are reminded of why, you're, why you love it. Uh, but I tell you, when you're working with all the bells and whistles like on The Matrix or uh, on Superman, or Man of Steel, I should say, uh, you really appreciate um, the perks that come along with it.
0: You know, and, and whether it's a big blockbuster movie or the independent film, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's acting. So, you know, what what sort of things do you usually do when you're going into a role to prepare for it?
1: It depends on the role. You know, I would say when it's a biographical figure, you know, uh, then you have to study that person. You, wanna, you don't really want to do an impersonation, but you want to have some... Idea of how that person breathed, how that person moved, how that person expressed him or herself, and you want to be able to uh, to draw allusions to the actual figure. So you have to do a fair amount of research. If I were going to be playing LeBron James or something in a movie, not likely to happen, you know, I would have to brush up all my basketball skills and that sort of thing. But for most most of the time, it's just really an exercise in imagination and uh, in bringing uh, your, your what you know of this person. Based on what the script says uh, to to the role, so really, for example, if I were going to play Hamlet, you know how much research could I really do? Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Right, right. Uh, Yeah. So it it really it's uh, it depends on the job.
0: And Harry, acting something you always wanted to get into, a passion you had early on, or was it something that kind of came as as like you know you went to college or something like that?
1: It's a little bit of both. I I started off as an actor. in little spring musicals and things at my grammar school when i was about you know in fifth grade so i must have been all of 10 years old and and doing little you know vignettes and things like that and i took a first lead role when i was in eighth grade as playing thomas edison go, go figure you know <laughs> but uh, and then in high school i pursued it some more but my original intention was to become a priest and so i studied in seminary for some years and, uh, and then I was going to become an English professor or a music professor. But, you know, I kept getting called back to the theater, kept getting called back to performance. And so over the years, I guess I came to the conclusion, although I've, I've not made a final decision, but I've come to the cl- conclusion that maybe uh, maybe this is what I should be doing. But uh, right now I've been very, very interested in producing and that's primarily what my focus has been, producing and also a fair amount of, uh, of scholarship. So I, right now, am doing post-production on what I think is the first black Shakespearean film uh, ever done, using Shakespeare's language. Awesome. So, yeah, so it's been, it's been an interesting journey here.
0: Well, I gotta ask, man, you've, uh, you've worked down with Zach on Man of Steel. You've also worked with Joss in Dollhouse. These are two are the architects of comic book movies to come. Which one's better?
1: <laughs> Who do you like well I didn't, do, I didn't do the Avengers movie. We did dollhouse together. But Joss is, uh you know, Josh is, is uh, extraordinarily inventive and witty, and I think that his uh, his sort of sense of camp dialogue is in a league of its own. He somehow manages to provide to combine great humor and uh, and high minded ideas in a way that uh, that very few people can do. Where Zach excels, I think, is in creating a world. Where uh, where things are not quite what we might expect for them. So his his visual sense of style, his sense of creating mood, uh, his knowledge of the camera lenses, and uh, and what his vision is and accomplishing that are extraordinary. I don't know anybody uh, who's better at it in terms of creating a world um, that is by, that is believable. I mean, even if you look at The Dawn of the Dead, you know that was a world he create. He somehow managed to combine all of these sort of uh, everyday things like you know static on a television uh, with a with a reinvention of a zombie movie. So it you know it's an he's an extraordinarily uh, visionary guy, and it, and it was a great inspiration working with with him and both of them.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, man, we've been waiting for it for a long time. Hard to believe it's here. Man of Steel in theaters now. You can check out uh, Harry's website, harrylenox.org, dot org, and uh, we appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for uh, for getting on the phone with us. Take care of yourself. All right.
1: Great, great talking to you, gentlemen. I'll Thanks. talk to you soon. Bye.